Um, we have on the phone Heather from Cry Club. Um, I think Cry Club is honestly one of the most attention-grabbing names of bands going around at the moment. Like, the second I heard the band name, I was like, same. Like, Cry Club, same. Um, if you were to construct an actual Cry Club, uh, you know, yeah. like a RSL club, what, what would it look like? What music would be playing at the Cry Club? And what would the requirements be to get into the Cry Club? Oh my god, that's amazing! Um, <laughs> I think it would probably look pretty chill. Definitely a lot of blue because, like, Cry Club. What music? Probably like The Cure and like Placebo. <laughs> the complete opposite to like our music, and it'd be chill. It'd probably Mitski too. Like, there'd be one room that'd play like Nobody by Mitski on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to get in, I feel like I feel like you kind of have to be have been enrolled in uni at some point and had a cry in one of the lecture rooms because I did that a lot. <laughs> and, um, yeah, or, like, have cried in public, I guess, more than once. Um, it's pretty easy. Like, the, the whole, I feel like the whole thing is, like, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be super emotional. So, like, if you feel it, if you're feeling it, come cry, you know. That's my rule. <laughs> I'm always down for a cry. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so you released your debut single around uh, July last year, Walk Away. What's the reception been like since it's dropped? Oh, my God. Literally, I was not expecting it to be, like, so well-received and so, um, like, people, like, heaps of people just latched onto it. Everyone was like, hey, check out this. This is <laughs> this is crazy and, like, angry and it's like a slap in the face. Like, some people were like, it's like getting punched. And yeah, I, we weren't expecting it to get much attention at all because it's just the two of us, and we're just um, just me and Jono doing what we love to do in like you know the back room of his share house, <laughs> and yeah, just like me being really angry about a lot of things, and Jono being really really good at guitar and engineering, um, and yeah, it just it feels like magic. Like I have no idea. I still am really shocked by the reception. Like it was huge, and we're really lucky and really grateful that like people gave it a go. <laughs> That's true. Like, lots of people have also been flocking to live shows as well. Like, you had shows at Big Sound and even had yeah. uh, a show here at Yaya's as well, I think, in Melbourne. Um, yeah. How have you seen your live show develop over the most recent shows? Um, I started, I think the very first show we did, I used a microphone stand and then was like, mm, this sucks. Like, I want to <laughs> dance. And then I think we've developed it a lot more. Like, obviously, we wrote some more songs too. Um, and added those and kind of got an idea for the structure of a live set too. Like I, um, I love to dance and I used to wear myself out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and like people started showing up and singing along to walk away and people started latching on to some songs. Like you come to, people would come to a few shows and know the words to a couple of songs. So, um, we definitely tried to involve everyone a bit more. Like I love to like run in and out of the audience now, which, um, scares some newcomers mm -hmm. but fair game um, and yeah i brought the mic stand back for like our most recent run of shows and i feel like that's good but really it's just like our um developing like an aesthetic and making it as safe as possible for like the audience and as welcoming as possible for people who might not usually come to shows who want to have a dance in like a really safe place it's kind of my focus for now 
Awesome. What would your ideal live setup be, if that makes sort of any sense? Like, well, if you could put like anything on stage with you guys to make it look better or whatever, what would you what would you put on stage? Uh, projections, I reckon, <laughs> would be pretty cool. Um, 1975, uh, I saw some photos going around of they had these huge live projections behind them. Yeah, I would steal that for sure. <laughs> um, definitely a lot of blue stuff as well. Maybe a little set. It would be cool to build up some kind of strange house or room and it's like you're kind of watching us dancing in our room as well and to get that kind of feel so everyone can feel like they're also just dancing in a room too, a blue room, something strange. Um, we're obsessed with blue at the moment, so mm-hmm. that's probably not going to go anytime soon because, um, yeah, we've built it into the pressure, so we're going to follow through. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I noticed that on the single cover for DFTM, which we're going to talk mm. about extensively now. Um, DF- <laughs> DFTM is honestly an incredible jam, and, uh, and the reaction to it has been so striking and supportive, I think, from all walks. When, yeah. when did the pr- the process of creating DFTM begin? Um, uh, it was about last year. I can't, I can't remember exactly when, but definitely last year um, after we released Walk Away. Yeah, we started doing shows, and I, this is my first band. Uh, John is a veteran. He's been in a ton of really amazing bands. Um, but, yeah, I haven't. So it was really new for me going to shows because I, you know, I never really felt like I was – I never really felt comfortable going to gigs, especially kind of like DIY and punk gigs. Um, totally. I felt a bit, yeah, it was just kind of out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I'm a really anxious person, but also I um, don't like getting touched or <laughs> pushed around, which is kind of not ideal um, for live shows. But, uh, yeah, and so being on, like, the the band side of it and watching it all happen, um, yeah, I just noticed all of these patterns coming out and, it was really frustrating that sometimes, you know, they're, they're kind of a lot of shows, you know, they're over 18, they happen in pubs and bars and um, venues with a lot of alcohol and people are just pretty rowdy, especially when we're a small band and usually people kind of, you know, when we were starting out, people are like, who's this? They're weird. They've got glitter on. I'm just going to yell. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, and I was just so angry and, like, I saw someone tweeting about how, yeah, they're in a club and, like, a lot of guys will walk past and kind of use the opportunity of walking past to, like, cop a feel of wherever they're trying to. Yeah, and um, she just turned around and, like, swore him to death and was like, do not touch me. And I was like, damn, I wish I could say that. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so weird, like, being on stage, I never thought it would be I, – I thought it would be, like, from the start, like, I'm in charge. But a lot of the time, like, I'm, you know – serving the audience and like i want to be you know it's my job to keep people interested and so i don't i didn't never i didn't have this power that i expected to kind of to be able to stand up for myself mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just like i wish i could say that and then jenna's like well you can't like let's <laughs> yeah, the form of write music. a song about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how most things happen <laughs> are there can we expect any any other singles from from the band um are you guys sitting on anything at the moment that we're going to see in the future? Yeah, yeah. We're planning on releasing two more singles this year. So Ooh, um, that's, that's really exciting. exciting. Going, Yeah, going from one to three uh, is cool. And there's a pretty big, um, between, you know, DFTM and the next two that we're thinking about releasing, it's a pretty wide scope of pop to punk. Every song has a different ratio. Everything has different, you know, like, the pie chart of like pop to punk is quite different for each song. 
Um, but it's still, yeah, a mix of both. I'm really excited. Well, I think that's brilliant. Like still keeping the keeping your audience on their on their toes, but always, yeah, always with something fresh and mm. and definitely definitely something that the crowd's loving. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. We are going yeah. to play DFTM now for our listeners. You did give a pretty extensive backstory <laughs> on what the song is, but do you, do you want to you know leave leave a message with our listeners or anything before we play it for everyone? Yeah, just definitely watch out for people at shows in a in a good way. We're all there for the same reasons, and I think everyone deserves to feel safe. And everyone has the power to contribute to that. Everyone's able to contribute to making everything a safer place. So um, be kind to each other, and hopefully we won't have to write any more songs about (laughs) this kind of stuff. Uh, So, yeah, we are going to chuck it on right now. Thank you, Heather, so much for uh, having a little bit of a chat to us uh, this evening. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. This is uh, DGFM by Cry Club. You're on Sunday Sweets. (laughs) 